0: Maurice Bissetto, welcome to FNR. Thanks, George,
1: thanks Lachie, can you hear
0: me? Uh, we can hear you and thank you for uh, doing this uh, this interview in the Qantas Lounge, I really appreciate it. <laughs> You're
1: welcome, pleasure. <laughs>
0: uh, tell me something, um, what's the mood at Moreland City after, you know, the club <laughs> managed to gain promotion to the NPL1?
1: Yeah, well, uh, as you would imagine, George, it's, it's rather buoyant at the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, I think uh, there's a fair bit of reflection. It's, I, I think it's still surreal to a lot of people. Um, it certainly it, it has exceeded uh, all expectations. So I think people are still coming to terms with what's actually happened.
0: I've got some serious questions and I want to see how close we get to getting the right answers. Campbell Reserve, can it be an MPL 1 ground?
1: Yes, it could. I'm talking about seating
0: arrangements and all that sort of thing.
1: It it would require a fair bit of work um, to get it to that... Level? ...appropriate standard, absolutely. Um, And we'll do everything possible to... um, Make sure it does and, uh, you know, it's a bit of a wait and see and hopefully it gets ticked off. But there's a fair bit of work to do. I was just going to say. We'd love to play at home games. Oh, look, um, I I
0: was reflecting on uh, some of the um – uh, the memories of, of the of the club and and, and its marvellous history, one hundred, more than one hundred seasons of football from its early days as Coburg through to what it is today as Moreland City Football Club. Um, it, it's It's been quite a journey, it's had some fabulous, uh, moments in its history, uh, Doherty Cup champions. Um, it, it's it's had some tremendous players, uh, players of the caliber of, of Teddy Smith. Now he would have been playing meaningful games at Campbell Reserve, but but life was very different in the the late fifties, early sixties. So what's what's entailed, uh, and how 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 long before you know? That the powers that be, who run the game in 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 Victoria, will will give you the uh, the tick and allow you to uh, to compete uh, in the new season at Campbell Reserve.
1: Yeah, now oh, interesting question, George. Um, as you as you know, we've been uh, Moreland Soccer Club's been there at uh, Campbell Reserve since 1934. Wow, and and hasn't missed a season. Wow. Uh, since 1934, uh, and you you would also recall that uh, in 1956, uh, when Melbourne were hosting uh, the Olympics, yes. that the yes. that the Australian uh, men's soccer team, Olympic team, yep, uh, used Campbell Reserve as their uh, training ground uh, in preparation for the 56 Olympics. So um, there's a lot of history there at Campbell Reserve, um, and you've Tennessee had a magnificent Western. new redevelopment
0: of. Uh, what was the old um uh, i suppose club rooms and um facilities um yeah, yeah. Uh, so i i wonder i wonder can you make it to the next grade because uh, that, well, that would please. be that would be just awesome it's one of the most picturesque grounds in in in, in, in the city i mean yeah, i like i like nothing better rolling up the car parking it by the side of the road walking through the gates and going Check this out. It's happening right in front of me. But I know there's a young guy called Lockie Flanagan saying, There's nowhere for me to call the game.
1: They're yeah, going to
0: have to yeah, build yeah. a stanchion or they're going to have to build a little yeah. platform, an elevated platform. Is yeah. that another yeah. one of those considerations yeah. that you guys are already yeah. planning?
1: Yeah, look, you use the term a magnificent facility. I think magnificence probably. Um, uh yeah not not exactly magnificent come on we've moved the cricket pitch off we've moved the cricket pitch it's a it's a a much improved facility uh to what it was 10 years ago no doubt um look we've got some challenges uh undercover is is one uh media is two uh quality of surface is three. so there's a few things The the FFV have come out they're incredibly supportive they've done they've done an initial audit they've they've made it clear what we need to do. And, um, just had a conversation today with, with more council to, to see, um, if, if these things can be done, the default, the default position would be to become a tenant of CB Smith, which is a no, look, the premier facility more, and it's a magnificent facility, but it, it, it has a number of tenants at the moment with, uh, Faulkner and Brunswick Juventus and Pascaval. So, you know, the, the sort of, ideal outcome would be to be able to play a games at Campbell but uh, we certainly do have a uh, default position at this stage but you know we've got a couple of months we're we're all doing our best The the thing with with that uh, fallback position uh,
0: what bothers me is uh, those grounds can only take so much traffic even with the best best uh, curators working miracles before they start to be bare of grass Um, uh, so ideally um, what is the council? Uh, has they, have are they making the sorts of noises that would put a smile on your face, or is are you feeling a little anxious and concerned about uh, you know the options that lie ahead?
1: Well, I'm, I'm I'm certainly um, n- not feeling anxious. The Morn Council have been nothing but incredibly supportive, yep. uh, and not just to not, not just to Morn City Soccer Club, but they do an incredible job uh, for all the uh, soccer clubs in Moreland, you know, the, the guys at Brunswick City, at Dunstan Reserve, mm. Brunswick Juventus at Shane and CB Smith, uh, the guys at Paco, um, and being at the Reserve and CB Smith. Like, we, 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 you know, open space is a premium in, in across Moreland Council. And, uh, like I said, they do an incredible job, uh, really support, uh, soccer in, 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 in the area. And, uh, you know, uh, no better council to work with. So we're hoping to, to get to a um, get to an optimal outcome uh, if we can. And and I'm pretty, pos- I'm feeling pretty positive about it. Have you reached
0: out to the member for Will's, Peter Halil, and and, and now that they're in governments, <laughs> remind him that uh, it's a it's a magnificent opportunity to actually. Uh, Showcase, um, uh, you know, a part of uh, a part of the uh, historical uh, significance of the council by by giving Campbell Reserve every chance to um, you know see uh, mpl one football, you know, each and every uh, what is it? Would it be every second week? Wouldn't it? You're yeah, playing uh, like playing home, playing yeah. away.
1: Look, I'll just be honest, George, I'm not going to answer the question politically, but Peter Khalil is a great supporter of ours. He was down at our club literally a month ago. Good. Um, all, all the members, all the councillors, all the, the federal members and, and state members, look, they are really supportive. Uh, look, the other side of the coin is, you know, Moreland Council, state government, and uh, federal government has spent a lot of money in getting C.B. Smith as the premier football facility in Moreland, right? And it's yep. there to showcase. The yep the premier teams so there's a little bit of an angle that the more council might say well now more city you know whether anyone believes it or not but you know we happen to be the premier club in moreland and uh, you know they might feel we should be showcasing that at the council's premier facility that they spent a, a, a lot of money on so um you know I, my personal view not not the political one is you know we'd rather play against at campbell and we'd rather collaborate with all of the other ball and clubs so everyone has you know appropriate time at the appropriate facility and it can cater it can cater for everyone but uh yeah look, you know, i'm looking forward to you know hopefully the next couple of months and, and with the help of more council ffe um, and uh, and 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 Peter Khalil and the Feds and the the state guys. I know uh, Peter Chen I spoke to him last night, and he was at a game versus Paco on the the Friday night at CB Smith. He's he's uh, currently running for Pascale in the uh, November elections, and you know hopefully it all comes together, and you know we we can we can play the games at Campbell. A
0: number of years uh, ago, a number of years ago, uh, uh, the club commissioned. Um, uh, a, a doco to uh, showcase the the club's history, and to prepare it to mark this the centenary of its uh, of its establishment. And I'm reminded of some of the great characters in that squad. You had Welshmen, you had uh, uh, Greeks, you had Italians. What's the diversity mix these days of the club, and the and the and the and the and the, t- and the boys that have made it to the MPL one.
1: Okay. Uh, Look, when we talk about our sort of our senior group, it's incredibly diverse. But we've also we've got about two hundred and fifty players, including boys and girls and, and juniors. And. Oh, I would say there are over 30 different nationalities across that 250 people. And, and as you know, you know a lot of our scenes. We've got two Welshmen, we've got Corey Thomas and Jamie Latham. <laughs> we've got uh, a South Sudanese international in Apai Okuno. Um, we've got a couple of uh aussie kids that are you know born and bred a couple of a couple of tasmanian uh we've got greeks we've got you know Michael cds alex condoleon who, who are um, both greek background or uh, second generation greeks we've got luke jurich we've got croatians we've, you name it george uh we've got it and look it's really just a cross-section of um uh, the society there at uh, the people that live in Moreland and Brunswick Juventus and, and, and Pascoe and Moreland United and uh, all the clubs, Brunswick City, it, we're not different. We're, we're an absolute uh, melting pot of uh, um, uh, diverse cultures.
0: Now, uh, with a brand-new season uh, in a few months' time, um, are there a crop of youngsters that uh, you're excited about that uh, might get to see a, a, a you know a bit of action in the first team.
1: Uh, look, George, on, on that one, absolutely. Uh, you know, part of part of the um disbelief's not the right word, but but part of the the, the pleasant surprise uh, about winning the league this year is we actually entered the season with a really young squad. Probably you know half of the senior squad are uh, twenty-one and under, and. You know, the, the, the benefit, you know, getting promoted and having to mix it with, with the big boys is very daunting, but it, it, it does solve one problem for us and, and that, that is probably I would say three, four, five of our players probably if we didn't get promoted um, uh, would be courted and probably if, if they were serious about their football careers would have been playing uh, at MPL one. So uh, the, the fact that we we could get promoted into that league uh, gives you know all of our players, but in particular a couple of those young guys the opportunity to showcase their wares at, at the top level in Victoria. How does it feel watching the Australia
0: Cup action? And seeing uh, an MPL club uh, in the shape of Oakley Cannons uh, in Victoria, and of course uh, Sydney United uh, 58 in New South Wales, uh, putting their hand up and and really taking it to some of the biggest teams in the country.
1: Yeah, uh, look, I, I love every minute of it. I watched the Oakley Sydney FC game last night, and 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 I've seen a lot of the cup sets over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, always supporting um, the underdog. And I can tell you, I think that uh, probably maybe the first time, um, I actually think Oakley outplayed Sydney last night. Mm. And, you know, I, I was there when Heidelberg beat Perth Glory and, and, and not taking away anything from some of the, you know, when, when Gully beat, I think, Central Coast Mariners. Um, it, it, you know, it's sort of uh, batting down the hatches, play on the break, uh, all those. But I actually think Oakley... Actually, our play yeah. at It was an unbelievable effort last night and uh, credit to, to CT and uh, everyone at Oakley and um, a special shout-out to one of my favourite players, Ollie Kublai, who had a tremendous game last night and I'm absolutely flabbergasted that no A-league club uh,
0: picked him up yet? But anyway, yeah, no, that's uh, that's a very good aside. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say to you, I thought their spread of effort right across the pitch, right across the ground, was amazing. I didn't see too many positions uh, not uh, carry their responsibility, yeah, it, not it, deliver to it, the to, it, the, to the, the team. Luckily, with a better
1: team, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, they were just a better team. That's
0: yep. it. Yep. Now, uh, in the past, we would have heard. Uh, you know, uh, there was a, a, a great goal scored and then they've just closed up 11, uh, you know, basically behind the ball saying, you know, come and get it. Um, that wasn't the case. They kept attacking. In fact, they were attacking uh, 90, 90 plus minutes into the game. They were still. Yeah, look,
1: they, they sort of started to get a bit scrappy with about 10 minutes to go. Yeah. Um, they maybe be fatigued a little bit, the semi-pros oh, sure. versus the pros. Um, it's but, a mental you know, game yeah, too. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and up, but up until then, they kept possession all in the right places. They played the ball. Uh, they were, they were aggressive. It was going forward. It was going to feet. Uh, they were finding pockets and spaces. And uh, like, um, and, you know, I'm not sure. Maybe because Sydney is sort of early in their preparation and the A League season is still sort of you know a good six to eight weeks away, but. Uh, um, that Oakley with a bit of teams and that makes Sydney look second best. Wade Decker got a goal early on. That
0: set the cat amongst the pigeons.
1: Yeah, look, I don't know much about, I know I, I saw Wade play a few times when he was at Melbourne, Melbourne city or Melbourne heart. I think uh, yep. back then we I not yep. used to support support them rather passionately uh, in, in, in the day. And uh, I haven't seen much of him, but uh, he scores goals. That's for sure. Um, you know, bag, bag lights this
2: year, I think. Well, it, it was a spectacular effort from Oakley on the night, Morris, but I, I do want to ask more about the spectacular effort from Moreland City over the, the season <laughs> to achieve this result to win the NPL2 because anyone who has paid any attention to the NPL2 over the years, it's a It's a hard league. It's a bit like the
0: championship.
2: It's It's a a hard league to get out of. There are teams that that come down and spend a lot of money trying to get back up, and quite often it doesn't work. And you guys this season were working, you know, competing with a lot of sides who did that this year that probably – you know, without going into the X's and O's of it, were, were battling with pretty big budgets yep. in that competition. Yep. And still yep. you guys were able to to leapfrog every single one of them and finish <laughs> on top with that result <laughs> over North Geelong on the final day. Yeah. I mean,
1: I'm curious, to know, yeah. what,
2: what was the, the, the secret of, of this season? Because you guys, you know, there were a few scares and hiccups along the way, but you guys were consistent and, and confident all season in the face of some pretty... Stiff opposition. Yep. All or nothing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Look, honestly, uh, Lockie, I, I I can't explain it. I know we we had a bit of a chat uh, there on um, Sunday at ABD, but I can't. I can't explain it. it it's a shock uh, externally. It's it's a surprise. Uh, I can I can honestly say internally, it's a surprise. Uh, we did win a preseason game. Um, I, I can't explain. We lost eight nil to Berlin on a Monday night. We lost four one to Brunswick to Venice. I, I, I just, it's something in that changing room, something, uh, that, that the coaching group, I, uh, cause this, the, the side was so young, it was an incredibly safe environment for young players to learn and make mistakes. I think, you know, um, that was, I think. It's probably a question for the coaches, but my sense was there, there was, it, it was an incredible sort of uh, culture and leadership group headed by Corey Thomas and by Kuno, Andrew Viola. And, uh, you know, I had a couple of young boys in that group and they just had smile on their faces. They, every training, there was no fear of making errors. They were just trying to get better, working hard. And I think the, ch- the changing room, it was just really special. Um, I'm not sure we'll see that again on, you know, it's one of those things. It's a, just a massive intangible, but yeah, I think a lot of people have tried to analyze and try to understand. Um, I'd love to say we've spent a lot of money on a study, um, <laughs> uh, around strength and conditioning and physiology and training two nights a week is the answer and is the secret sauce because we only train two nights a week that's you know we're up against teams that train three nights mm. and four nights but we've just we're just two nights a week and that last month heading into the end of the season Moreland Council we're, we're cancelling the, the grounds were just underwater, mm. so we literally were training once a week for about the last four weeks it,
2: Is part of the I, and I'm saying this is someone who's trying to sort of piece it together myself is, is, who's been observing the NPL 2 season as well it, is part of the sort of gold dust of this year the fact that you know as you said the core of this squad is sort mm-hmm. of a young malleable entity but then on the other end of that a lot of the senior heads or a handful of the senior heads are holdovers of the last time you guys went really really close, close to yeah. getting promoted into the top flight like your Kunos, like your corey Thomases, who know what it's like to to just miss out and to come so close you think that sort of combination, the synergy of, of of those two groups is really part of the, the magic of, of, of what this season was?
1: Yeah, I think you're spot on. And I look those guys in particular, um, you know, Corey Apeye, as I said, Andrew Viola, uh, Nick Bathcar, you know, there there are there are um, some senior heads there that uh, some of them, you know, work with um, social communities like Appai, you know, he sort of works with the, the, the youngsters, the, the South Sudanese community. Uh, Nick Bhavkar's a teacher. Um, you know, they, they are just uh, really good with the young kids and they provided a really safe environment where young players could make mistakes, could, you know, continue to develop Um Without without the pressure and 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 the sort of noose around your neck in mm-hmm. terms of the fear of losing the losing possession or and um, look an interesting story I'm pro- I'm probably saying a little bit too much but um, we didn't win a preseason game we won two two preseason games before Christmas and then we reconvened after Christmas and we did not win a game in preseason and it's not as if it wasn't because we were playing Oakley and South Melbourne and Bentley we played. And no disrespect to any of these clubs, but we were playing uh, clubs low, in, in lower leagues. And us Hampton, East Brighton, uh, we played Clifton Hill, we played um, we played Preston, we played Ducton, uh, we played Widnes Rangers. You know, it, it, and we didn't win a game. And it was uh, like five days before, like two weeks before round one, and five days before the uh, the window closed. And I sat down with our captain Corey Thomas. I, I was worried. <laughs> and so it was everyone at the club, it's like well, we're going to get relegated. But that that was. So I sat down with Corey and I said, Corey, you're the captain and you've been here seven years, and we're doing this for you because we don't want to let you down. Um, and that boy and and Andrew uh, Viola, and do we need to sign players? And if we do, what do we need? Because we've got five days to do it, and we can go out and, and do it. And Corey's response, and it was still to this day, incredulous to me. He said, "Morris, I've been here seven years, and it's the most excited I've ever felt." <laughs> I mean, That's Corey, great. We won- I don't know what you're watching and what you're doing, but we haven't
0: <laughs> won this season. So you, Morris, you want to drink from that water more often, don't you?
1: Yeah, no, but, but just it, it just shows you the sort of you know the 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 nature of uh, this bloke in particular, and and his other leaders, and yep. they've, they've just been incredible. They've, They've led, you know, in, in conjunction with with the coaching group, Adrian, Dave, Nathan. You know, um, we, talk, we, talk we talked to Chris Taylor.
0: We talked to Chris Taylor at Oakley Cannons, and he said to us, you know, as he gets older, he has to he has to coach very differently to how he would have coached twenty years ago, ten years ago, thirty years ago. And and it's interesting. Three or four times, you said it was a safe dressing room, where they felt they could. Uh, allow themselves to to make their mistakes and be nurtured, yeah, you know, and and allowed to grow at their pace or at their tempo. And um, uh, you're you're basically saying the same sort of thing. Unique dressing room, uh, an opportunity for the coach to to say to you, listen, I've never been more excited about what's coming up. And and you know what? He was right and that's marvellous and uh, we'd love you to please pass on our best wishes. What's next? So what's the next big deal? You have to wait for um, Football Victoria to give you a pass mark or do you have to hear from, are you waiting to hear from council?
1: No, look, um, FV have been out um, and and, and incredibly supportive. Um, They issued a draft report yesterday saying, look here, if you want to play MPL one games here at Campbell, here at got the uh, laundry list of things you need to do and um, we're now about to have a conversation with council to see what what realistically can we do and what realistically can't we do and we've got pretty much till uh, December when FV will come out for their final audit and see what we've been able to fix and what we haven't and then um, I'm sure they'll make a, a decision then about, you know. Whether Campbell reserves up to it or not, and whether we otherwise, whether we need to play at CB Smith or or somewhere else if 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 that's not available. So um, that's what's next, George. Keep
0: us in the loop. Keep us in the loop.
2: Well, there there are still there are still hurdles, there are still bumps in the road, all that that sort of thing. But I'm still fascinated to know, regardless of of where it is that you do end up playing that first game of the season, (laughs) what what is. Most exciting to you about about the prospect of of stepping out in in a few months time in February March next year yeah. and, and playing your first top flight game in
1: yeah look man, like that's time. I mean that's a great question Lockie and and we'll be under no illusion that uh, you know. The speed at which we got up, it could be just as quick going back down. But, but what really is exciting, I, I think, and we, we've had a couple of conversations about this. You know, we nearly got promoted back in 2018 when we lost that playoff game to Green Gully. Yep. And we've now we, we've now won the league and got promoted this year. But the the profile, the, the squad profile, are vastly different, uh, vastly wow. different, and in in, in particular. The age, uh, the age demographic of our current squad. Uh, you know, one of the things that I'm comforted with is if if we were to keep all our players, certainly half of them have a trajectory in terms of development that I know they're going to be 20% better next year. That's Fletcher good. Fulton will be 20% better next year. This is first year of MPL football in Victoria. He's only 19. Uh, Alex on our goalkeeper, you know, had an incredible year, turned 19 last weekend. And, and he'll be 20% better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you your Jake Chunters, your Michael Titsidi's, BB Ellibow, who who we got came over from Hume, he's only 19 and a half. Uh, he's already played a handful of uh top flight games at Hume uh the, in the first half there. He'll be 20% better. We we've got a we've got an incredibly exciting um age profile of the group and and combined with some of those older heads that you know as long as they continue to play their best football um you know i think it could be a little exciting crop and we might top it up with two or three or four players as you would need to do to go to that level it's not going to be anything uh dramatic or, or drastic um, I think the biggest <laughs> – it, it's going to be exciting, Lockie. I actually mm. genuinely am really excited about it. I think the biggest challenge we've got is whether we actually try, you know, stay two nights a week training or, or, <laughs> or go, to, go
0: to three or – Maurice Pacetto uh, is our uh, guest. Uh, Morris, when was the last time Moreland City played in the top tier of the Victorian football?
1: 1962. George wow. no, Moreland – 1962, they got relegated, uh, 18 games played, 17 losses and one win. So I finished the year with two points, um, back back when there was two points for a win. That was the year that Davey Oxton had gone to Brunswick Juventus, Teddy Smith went to South Melbourne, and, and some of those um, um, guys that you met back when uh, we did our uh, documentary in 2016, Uh, sort of moved on from Moreland and went on to
0: bigger and and, and better things. Wow, 1962. Well, congratulations uh, from everyone at FNR to the Moreland City crew. Uh, Well done. Uh, and we look forward to keeping uh, 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 you know abreast of what's happening at uh, at Moreland, especially as you uh, count down the days to finding out from both council and also F- Football Victoria whether you can meet all the KPIs that are required to deliver what promises to be uh, some terrific MPL One football, hopefully at Campbell Reserve.
1: Morris <laughs> Macedo, thank you for joining us. Thanks, George. Uh, Thanks, Lockie, for having me. And uh, fingers crossed we can get there.